y'all. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Shelby Russell. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Uh, it's Roy here with Shelby, and we are closing out the high school power program. Uh, Shelby's telling us, uh, teaching us all about um, what she goes into high schools and teaches uh, these uh, young students about. So, Shelby, uh, day one, it was healthy relationships. You established good trust. Day two, this you know spectrum of bad and unhealthy. Uh, day three, you're getting into really you know abusive relationships. How does that impact people? What does that look like? How does it affect the life? And day four, sexual assault, uh, rape, um, and sexual harassment. Heavy stuff. Do you close on this kind of heavy stuff, or does it? No. Does it? Okay, so. Um, Tell our listeners, how does day five, how does this program wind down? Yeah, so the day five is meant to not only teach them something else important, but also to end on a positive note, like you said. So we do a little recap of the day before. Um, We don't necessarily go into definitions or anything, but we watch a short little video. Uh, It's an interview with a survivor. His name is Jacob Moore. He is a survivor of uh, Lassie Larry Nasser's. Anyway, sorry. He's a survivor of the Olympic trainer yeah. or whatever. Um, an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he that he tells his story. He tells the red flags that he didn't maybe notice and things like that. So that's just kind of a recap of the day before. And then we go into, all right, guys, so now we learned about all this stuff. We learned about relationships. Mm-hmm. We learned about, you know, sexual harassment and all those things. Yeah. How do we react when maybe it's not us involved right we're not the victim we're not the perpetrator we're not we're just a bystander Mm -hmm. so it's called bystander intervention how do we say something or do something to help change this or help somebody in need so i go through ways that you can help somebody um and this applies to any of these kind of behaviors it could just be as simple as somebody saying something unhealthy to their friend or their partner or it could be something as severe as you think someone might rape someone or beat them up or something like that, right? Yeah. So how do you intervene with these? I do scenarios. Uh, each It's a lot more groups, smaller groups, and they talk about their scenario. What would they actually do in real life based on what I have taught them for that day? And that's how we kind of close it out, just to be more positive um and letting them know that there is hope there are hopefully people out there that if this is happening to you they will help and if there's somebody out there that this is happening to you will help them it's um i mean that just brings me back to our agency has done two community events over the last few years um one where we did a uh viewing of uh the movie roll red roll uh about steubenville the football um Mm -hmm. situation out there with the rape and um and then the audrey and daisy film and in all three scenarios, both movies, all three scenarios, how, how different could the outcome have been for them and their families had there been bystander intervention training or had, in their cases, had there been just a single bystander? Yeah. Oh my, you know, so I think bystander intervention is a good way to close that out and how, mm-hmm. how to step in and help out. Are, do you give specific, um, in the bystander uh, activities or class, do you give specific ways mm-hmm. Do you talk about barriers to being a bystander? What yes, are some risks do. and stuff? Absolutely. So we talk about both of those things. So the the acronym we use is CARE. So the mm-hmm. C stands for create a distraction. A stands for ask, ask directly. And this is more of like the com- confrontational piece. Yeah. Um, 
the R stands for refer to an authority. You know, if there's nothing else you can do, at least yeah. try to get help. Um, and then E is extend support. So getting somebody else, you know, a friend involved so that they can help with this situation and just being there for the person as well. Yeah. So those are the specific ways to help. And obviously they apply in different ways to different situations. Create a distraction for, you know, a couple who one is bringing down the other. Creating a distraction can look like saying, hey, I love this about you or or let's change the subject or something. Or it could be like if you're at a house party and somebody's leading somebody who's super drunk upstairs, getting that person and saying, hey, do you want to go to the bathroom with me? Or it's time for us to go home. That can be a creating a distraction. So it's there's different yeah. severity levels. You know, we're, when we were talking about refer to an authority, it could just be referring to the person in the lunchroom. Hey, this person is acting mean to my friend or what? <laughs> I don't know. Or it could or, be uh, calling the police. The extreme, yeah, leaving the party and calling the police <laughs> right. from your car. If something really bad is going yeah. on. So Yeah, if you don't have any control over this and it's dangerous for you, refer to an authority. Call the police. Get some help there or something. Yep, maybe, so. yep. Um, and obviously there's middle ground to all of these things as well. But um, mm -hmm. I do give them specific tools and examples. And then we go through the scenarios. And I kind of let them say how they would do it. And then yeah. I either agree or add on to what they're saying. Uh, I would also do this, or I, you could do this instead. That's a great idea. So things like that. Um, and then what's the other thing you asked me? <laughs> oh man, I don't even remember now. I feel like I have to rewind and listen. Yeah. Um, oh, like and barriers or barriers. risks. Yes. So I risks. do ask the class before uh, they share out loud with me the, their scenario. Think about in your groups, discuss why wouldn't you do something or why wouldn't somebody else do it, do something? So yeah. um, then they include that in their answer. So we said we would tell an authority, but a risk could be we would be labeled as a tattletale or a snitch. So things yeah. like that. Or we would stand up for the person, but there's a risk or a barrier of our physical safety. We don't want to get beat up too. So how does the, so you do all these activities, talk about all this. What's the very last thing? What do you, what do you close on? Like, Thanks for listening for this week. And yeah. I mean, how do you close this out? So usually, if there is enough time, we do kind of mention technology bystander mm -hmm. as well, yeah. or being a bystander online because it's not always in real life, right? A right. lot of their lives and a lot of our lives are Played spent out online, online yeah. even social media or whether you're playing Xbox or PS5 or whatever it is. Those type of things. Um, there, there can be situations where you need to do something. Mm -hmm. um, so the, I, I do mention that sometimes, but overall I usually wrap up with like, does anybody have any questions first? And mm -hmm. then um, just thank you for your discussion. Thank you for everything. Um, hopefully you feel more empowered to help people. You feel more empowered to have healthy relationships with your friends and possibly romantic relationships if you ever decide to. But um, just remember everything we learned this week and try to really at least learn one thing from each day. Look at yeah. your packets, you know. Um, so you close with this empowerment message. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Yep. So do you ever get disclosures? What, what do you do? How do you handle a disclosure? Yeah, so actually I have never had a super serious disclosure that wasn't already aware by the teacher. Okay. Um, so I did have a student at one school tell me, um, he was in a home where there was emotional abuse going on to himself and to his parent by another person in his household. And the teacher actually ended up telling me after the student left the class and stuff um, that she already knew about this and there's nothing we didn't. It's already been reported. It's already aware by the school. Yeah. But, you know, I was just able to 
understand, listen, and be aware so that I knew kind of in class what I was talking about was affecting someone in real yeah. in, in real time right now. So that sometimes it is just they want to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, they just want me to know so that when I'm in class, I, it, it, it does help me not pick on them when I'm talking about a specific example. Yeah. Uh, I try not to do that anyway because you never know. But it definitely is something I'm more aware of. And sometimes they do disclosure it's when when you're in sixth and seventh grade it's a lot easier to just be like i think my mom's abusing me or i think my dad's abusing me versus in in high school a lot of times it is a more of a question hey if my partner um does this is this abusive or if this happened hypothetically like they they like to ask it as a hypothetical question because they maybe don't want me to actually Mm -hmm. report or anything right but they will say hypothetically if somebody did this while someone was drunk or something like that would that be consensual or would that be sexual assault and i usually say well if this is true this is true and this is true based on the definition this could be sexual assault or this wouldn't meet the criteria for this or what you know i would just answer in that way and then i would probably follow up with you know if there's something that you need to tell me or your teacher please feel free to do that i'll be here for the rest of the week or whatever i'll you know give them action steps if they need something yeah but, and then there's also resources in the packet as well so um i like to bring that up too because sometimes they're not comfortable talking to a real person or maybe their teacher even um or the counselor but i do always mention that to the whole class and i also if somebody does come up and talk to me i obviously mention that as well but i've yeah. never in my you know 10 months of doing this i've never had someone say for the first time to me yeah not saying this could never happen but i've never had somebody saying to the first time mm-hmm. for the first time this this happened this to me i need help or something like that it's usually either aware by the teacher or yeah. it's not an actual disclosure so well i appreciate that input and that's something i you know i, I asked that very specifically so our listeners can know um you know what our what our position our agency's position is that we are mandatory reporters that we do have protocols if um a student um reports any sort of abuse neglect maltreatment um sexual assault any of things uh, of that nature um we do have a protocol of reporting system to our mental health and recovery board of warren and clinton counties to our licensing um because we are licensed Mm -hmm. to educate um, we do have protocols for reporting to our uh, direct supervisors and to staff at the school. Um, and, and our, you know, our, the purpose of this is because we want to help these um, young people if they're being hurt yeah. uh, in any way whatsoever. Um, however, um, yeah, we don't often, just so our listeners know, often get that first-time disclosure. We are prepared and trained to handle mm-hmm. it if we do. Um, but oftentimes um, we have, we learn that that, Disclosure has already been reported in the school and appropriate authorities have already been notified. But we have protocols. I just want our listeners to know that we are mandatory reporters and we do have protocols. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I think almost equally important um, as as those protocols is the fact that um, something you said that they just want to talk to you. It's you know, I mean, what are your five pillars again? You said respect, Mm -hmm. trust, freedom, equality and communication. You've taught all a kid that comes up to you at the end of day five. You've taught them all five of those pillars. Mm-hmm. Taught them well enough those pillars that they trust you. Mm-hmm. They have the freedom to come and talk to you about it, and they want to talk to you about it, and mm-hmm. they they respect the boundary that you've set and created in that environment. 
to be able to tell you. So mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I think it's a really cool pro, uh, program. So great job. Yeah. So um, that's our high school power program. And um, uh, come back and listen to what uh, what we're going to keep talking about, uh, which is prevention, education, and, uh, and what we're doing in our community. So take care of each other.